0: All right, everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Getting It Right show with my co host, Brent Cassidy. I'm Jose Ponce. Today, we got a cool, cool person we're gonna interview today, Brent. I'm excited about it. We are. We are totally excited about it, man. This guy came into our industry, and not only to our industry, but he really came into our organization, man, and and he's taken it... Um, he's lit know, it up. He's lit it up, yeah. You know, he's definitely taken it to the next level as a new agent in the industry and in our organization. And man, I can't, without further ado, Sean, Sean Reiser. Thanks for joining us, man.
1: Thank you, Jose and Brent. You know, it's, I'm excited to be here and... Well, yeah, Really flattered that you, you know, asked me to be on the podcast. That's amazing. So, <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, Sean, I, I we brag about you all the time. So we we were wanting to bring you in here
1: because the whole
2: podcast is about getting it right, and we want to get you know different pieces of what somebody's doing to get it right. But I, take take us back into you started not in this business. Tell us what what all went on and how you made the transition.
0: Which is an incredible story, by the way. It's incredible.
1: Yeah. I mean, um, you know, I've started out in architecture. I have a degree in interior architecture, so I started out doing that um, and just got kind of not bored with it, but just it wasn't really, it wasn't making my juices flow. And then I moved back home and just started a part-time job at DSW Shoes and Fast forward 10 years later.
2: Which they do have a great selection of shoes there, they by do, the way. They do, yes. Yeah, maybe <laughs> they'll start paying us for uh, endorsing them because they do have really sure. cool shoes, they're, man. They're <laughs> listeners. They're I listeners.
1: Have, I they have sure are. <laughs> several hundred pairs. So. <laughs> um, but, fa- you know, fast forward 10 years later, and I'm there running one of the biggest stores in the city and um, just thinking what the next path is. And I took a few years off and um, just – started thinking about what I wanted to do as my next career move. Um, go back into design. Do I want to stay in retail? What did I want to do? And I was talking to my husband, Ryan about it and he goes, well, do what you like to do. What are you doing all the time? I'm like, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. It's like, you're always on your phone. You can tell me what the house down the street sold for Mm -hmm. last month. And I didn't even know it was for sale. (laughs) So, you know, really just kind of took a, a leap of faith and went to school. got my license and, um, just started using all the things I would learned both in college and architecture and in retail for 10 years in management and kind of implemented all those kind of things when I came to REMAX Gold. Well,
2: I want to go into that a little bit because... We do. When, when you're a new agent, or I, let's just say, let's don't throw agent out there. When you start something new, a lot of people have this fear factor of... Yeah, I, I see that I could do that, but I don't know. I, that makes me kind of scared. Mm-hmm. I feel, And here's the thing I thought, and this is one of the things I think you, on getting it right, I think this is so much of like a, a, a secret tip. Everything that we talked about, Sean, and we talked about a lot of different things, but the uh, Jose you just gave me a plug there we do want to talk about (laughs) our sponsor
0: we got to talk about the people that pay our bills (laughs) and these shows we want to thank obviously Pillar post Scott Frederick and the Frederick team great people Uh, great people Sean you've used the inspection company before Scott does a great job with inspections and we'll pick your brain a little bit about that uh here in the in, in a little bit further into this conversation but we always want to thank and 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 you know show recognition to our, our sponsors at every show and, and Scott and their and their team they do a great job with these these inspections so anyway
2: carry on there I, well, uh, here, here's where I was going to that was that was a real commercial break there You like that right <laughs> yeah we we're getting you know we're we're really getting really down to right. the gritty here you down. know <laughs> so the fear factor cuz i know when you're starting something new there there's like ah man i haven't done that But there was something within you, Sean, that was like, for example, we sat one day and we talked, to you know, what are you passionate about? And then you started talking to me about a 15-year-old dog that you had had taken from the rescue. And you told me why you did it, because you didn't want him to die in a cage. And we started talking about that. And we realized you have a real passion for that.
0: Oh, that's the real. Like he literally, it's not a gimmick. It's oh, not no. something that, yeah, I'm gonna find myself something to do to market it so I can be better known and recognized in my community to help me house house help help me sell houses. No, no, this guy like legitimately cares for you know these these you know dogs that are literally in and not only dogs i believe there's there's all sorts of cats i mean Absolutely. you name it but these 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 unfortunate animals that are sitting there that are literally at that age where yeah. you know a lot of people when they go to a, you know let's be realistic when you go to an, a humane society or an animal shelter you know you're taking your kid oh let's try to find this cute little puppy that nobody mm-hmm. wants and but no one thinks about the old dog, the old older dogs. dogs right
2: so the let us let, let's talk about that yeah. because you there was a couple of different things that we talked about. One was you, you weren't comfortable with video. Mm-hmm. So
1: walk us through that. Yeah, I was very, un- I mean, I was uncomfortable with my voice, the way I looked. I'm just totally uncomfortable with video. And Brett said the one thing that just the light bulb went off. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, everybody else has heard you and listened to you for the last 40 some odd years. <laughs> You're the only one that doesn't know what you look like or sound like. I'm like, that makes total sense. <laughs> Because they just listen to me all the time and nobody's ever said anything. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. No one
0: had brought that up to you, right? So, hey, you know what, Sean? You don't sound right. Right.
1: (laughs) And therefore, the fear was just gone from there. You know, it's just like. And then somebody else had said, you know, a bad video is better than no video at all. Exactly. Absolutely. And, um, you know, I'm always one for trying something, always trying something, um, never being afraid. To try something because you never know whether it's a food whether it's a sport whether whatever it is you don't know if you like it until you try it
2: right well what you've done uh, because you did that you've jumped light years ahead of where you would have been if you hadn't done that because you've branded it you you are consistent with it you do it every friday people are looking for it now uh you now have created that brand with yourself and the dog that you put on your newsletters,
0: and, and not just a brand, Brent. It's it's an awareness factor.
2: It is now people are becoming more aware. Mm-hmm.
0: They're seeing his his social media posts. They're seeing what he's what's looking out for. there. They're looking for. They're like, hey, let's see what Sean, you know, has or you know, it's Friday. I want to see what's out there. Yeah. See what you know, unfortunate uh, dog or cat needs a home. And what they do, I'm because I keep an eye on all our social media outlets for all our agents, <laughs> as you know, and. Um, but you start seeing a little more shares, mm-hmm. you know, people are sharing your posts or people are commenting on your posts. So that's when you know you become not only a brand, but an awareness. Mm-hmm. And in that instinct, it's it's not about real estate at that point. It's what you really what you're passionate about, right? Mm-hmm. And and that's what really helps you gain that momentum, or as Brent mentioned earlier, right, is, is that, that comfortness of, Hey, I, I, it's not just, it's not real estate. Yeah. I'm in the business of real estate and trust me, you want to be busy. You want to have clients. You want to, but there's also that, that human touch, which we always talk about on our shows about humanization or rehumanization in our industry, get to know our agents more so than just the realistic component. Right. And, and, and you're doing that. You're doing that every Friday. I mean, I'm, I'm literally, or when you see, I see your post. It's yeah. so cool. And, you know,
2: and I like his emoji. Did yeah. you check out the emoji? Well, the emoji, <laughs> the great thing about it is, is you're seeing that everywhere. And I think, Sean, you're really smart with, uh, so you went with that and you started doing that. And then you said, okay, I'm going to do this newsletter now. And you brought that brand into your newsletter and then you localized it, customized it. Kind of tell us what you were thinking on that.
1: Um, well, I really wanted something that was useful. You know, why would somebody click on my email? Yeah. Um, not just, you know, if they didn't own a house or were renting an apartment, there would have to be another reason for you to open my email. Right. So I always include the top things to do that month in the city of St. Louis or the St. Louis area. Mm -hmm. Um, and then always try to have different things that are going on that are really pertinent to everybody, not just people who own houses or are buying houses. Mm -hmm.
2: Well, I think you, the other thing that that does indirectly is by you pushing that out there, and you've got these things that are happening around. You become somewhat of the expert of the area, which again pulls back in. Hey, I like Sean because you're you're doing these things to be likable, relatable, trustworthy. When something important comes up, I'm going to reach for Sean because I kind of feel like I know him and I like him. I like oh, what for he's sure, doing.
0: absolutely, yeah. Sean, obviously we're talking, we're really hyped about you, man. Right. We, we love what you're doing, being that you're in this industry and you've been in this business for a short time. But I always tell people, just because he's been in, you know, an agent just started in this business doesn't mean they don't know the business, right? right. You're in you're, you're an environment, you're, you're within an organization that has a lot of tenure. But besides, obviously, now that you, you know, we've, we've asked, well, how did you get into this business? What made you get into this business? And you decided, what do you think about this business now that you're in it?
1: I love it this is what I was meant to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I get up every morning and it's not a job. Um, I'll be sitting at home and watching TV and I'll pull up the computer and I'll start going through listings, looking for houses for clients because it's it doesn't even feel like work to me. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've always been looking for. Something that didn't feel like work. Um, even the contracts. I love going through and making sure everything's all the I's are dotted and all the T's are crossed. And, you know, that's really, and that's just bringing all that real estate or the, Retail management back. The service, right? The, the, the service, client yeah. service. And that's what, you know, DSW always pushed towards us is that the customer pays our bills. Yeah. The customer is, is the one that's giving you a paycheck. Yeah. If the customer doesn't come in, you're not going to get a paycheck. Right. And, um, you know, following that really kind of that customer service model and making sure that the customer's first.
2: What does it feel like, though, Sean? Because you stepped into some different things that you were uncomfortable with. Video. How did you feel after you did that video and then got the feedback from it?
1: Um, It was very uplifting, very freeing. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like this weight had been lifted off my shoulders. I'm like, oh, now I can do that. And it just kind of freed the way to do more things that I hadn't done before. Mm Because I'm like, well, I survived that. Right. I didn't like, you know. No, no, you didn't down. die. Right, I didn't die. I didn't <laughs> fall down on, on the ground and start crying or, you know, it was fine. Yeah. So I just, but,
2: but I think it's also how you tackle uh, a newer agent because this is, you know, you're, you're, since June. I mean, we're talking mm-hmm. about this is you're a newer agent. You went right after listings and you've gotten listings. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a mindset, right?
1: It is. <clears throat> and I think... Maybe retail helped that because I'm I'm very comfortable selling things, um, but when it comes to selling things, anybody can sell anything, sell anything, as long as you have the confidence in yourself to sell it, mm-hmm. and you have the customer service piece behind it to um, back you up. Right. Um, that's one thing when I was training new managers and new associates, I couldn't teach them. I could teach them all the things about a shoe or. Um, how to run a register, day to day processing, mm-hmm. but all that. Teaching yeah. them customer service and how to really relate to another person on that intimate level, yeah, is something you can't teach, and it's just within you. And you know, and that's always been a part of of me. Yeah, and I think you know that's kind of with the animals as well, because every animal that I go and help at the shelter, I talk to them every day, mm-hmm. I personally relate to them, and mm-hmm. um, treat them each one. Like, they're my own pet for that next five minutes. I think you and Jose have
2: a lot in common on the stand. We talked about the men's warehouse, and, and Jose really got his,
1: you know, the, the feel.
2: I got of, the taste. Yeah, the taste <laughs> of, of that whole interaction, the relationship base, and how you grow that, how you, get, you know, create the, the environment and the vibe that you want to create with the relationship.
0: Brent, you know, Sean just hit something, literally nailed it on the head. And I'll be honest with you, in our organization, and if I can, if I would have my my selection options, when it came, when it you know comes to new agents, if they have a retail background, Mm -hmm. hands down, I'd take that chance. Say yes, come on board. Why? But he just said it best. When you're in sales, right? You 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 either have it or you don't. Mm -hmm. You can teach them the operation. You can teach them how to sell this particular phone, you can teach them that.
1: Mm-hmm. But if they don't
0: have that human intuition to be able to relate and talk or that intimate conversation that makes them feel comfortable and makes that client comfortable, right? it's just not going to work. Yeah. We're in the real estate industry. Our real estate, our job literally is to service our client. Mm-hmm. The client's job is to, you know, obviously with our help, is to like a home, right, that they really like, At that point, it's our job to make sure we do everything and anything possible to make sure that transaction goes smoothly. Get them to
2: the finish line.
0: Right? It's not us selling houses. I always tell people, oh, you sell houses. No. You know, I I am in the real estate industry, but I more so my job is to make sure that our clients get from point A to point Z Mm -hmm. smoothly. Mm -hmm. They pick the houses. In, In other words, they pick out the one they want. We obviously provide them the information, but they pick it out. So, you know, in essence, our true job is to care for that client. Yeah. So, you know, making sure that client's done. So if I had 10 shots that I can select from, I would pick 10 Shans in a heartbeat over <laughs> over someone that, you know, says they have been in that environment. Right, that doesn't have that service environment yeah. or that service based environment. So Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So I like to Yeah. If you don't mind, give me give me give me your your input on how you pick, right? Because as a real estate agent now, uh, you know, your clients are looking at you for advice and guidance. How did you come to, because I know you use pillar to post and and you have, you know, we obviously offer tons of suggestions to our clients. We understand that. We understand that they also have the option to select who they want to select. We get that. But when the name comes out, pillar to post or the Scott Frederick team, right? Right. And you say yes. I highly recommend them. That's just my suggestion. But you have all these options to sh- check from. What is your experience with Pillar to Post?
1: Uh, well, they inspect. Or why do you you know why do you like them? why do I like? Them? Well, the reason why I picked them is because I had no experience with any of the home weren't or the home inspection people that we have on our list. Mm-hmm. But Scott had personally liked and commented on my Facebook post. Yeah. So therefore, I'm like, well, he knows who I am. So he's engaged. He's engaged. <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, well, let's let's give them a try and um they were amazing super professional answered every question that i had Mm -hmm. um their subcontractors who did the sewer lateral and did some other testing were uh, just as professional as they were um and got me the reports the next day Mm -hmm. i was surprised you know i had this done on a saturday i was getting emails on sunday um so they're working the same schedule that we are Because real estate never closes. Yeah. And um, so that just really impressed
2: me. You hit on something there because, Sean, that that liking or commenting, um, taking the time. Scott does a really good job of doing that. He's very involved in our agent's post and like it. And that that does create a connection. Just that, actually taking the time to do that. Mm You just said it. You just
0: said it. It, Taking the time when someone takes the time to do something, you know,
2: on your behalf or for
0: you, it takes it takes a notice. It does, right? It takes a notice, and for an organization like that to understand how we work, it takes notice. The service that they offer, again, above and beyond, right? That's why you recommend them, or that's why they have the option. You know, you you give them the list of your clients. Here's what we recommend, so on and so forth, but. Another big shout out to Pilater Post, the Scott Frederick team. They're yeah. doing a great job. I need to ask you something. I need to ask you something. <laughs> yeah, <I'm laughs> well, on hot, hot <laughs> you're on the hot seat now, Sean. No. You're going in. You're coming to June. You're, into, you're in November. I mean, hell, we're already damn near halfway through November. Yeah. Right? What's 2022 look like for you? What, do you, what is it? What is your, you know, and coincidentally, ball. right, if you had that crystal ball, but coincidentally, you're sitting in front of Jose Ponce, broker, you know, broker owner, of Remasco, Go, Brent Cassidy, who is the director of business development, you know, vice president of business development. Actually, he got a cool name <laughs> time this year, so he's excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> what is that goal for 2022 for you, man? What do you see? What do you envision? What's your, you know, what's your, 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 your objective? What are you going to do? Is it, you know, and I want to throw some feelers out there. I'm, I'm fishing, right? Is it building up? Obviously, your database. Your are you gonna go in and maybe branch out out of not just working in that city side? Because I know you go anywhere. I'm not saying you're you're restricted because you. But is there a niche or what is it that you're gonna try to focus on 2022 besides your business plan? Don't forget your. Look at it. He's turning <laughs> red, Brent. <laughs> he's like <My> shit.
1: <laughs> what um, is it? I mean, I think it's just really just to keep getting my name out there and get people really comfortable with. me as a person Mm -hmm. um you know i'd love to say oh i want to you know close 100 deals next year but that may or may not be in the books but just getting that that awareness out there of hey i'm in real estate um i'm honest i'm caring i love dogs i love cats um that's really kind of where i'm i'm pushing for 2022 is just people knowing me and there's lots of people that just know me from my days at DSW and mm-hmm. my days in design. Yeah. Um, one thing I
2: think, Sean, you're not giving yourself. I'll get a I'm pat. Him yeah, on the back. he's okay. he's he's being okay. very okay. humble, okay. guys. Just so, so you know, cause. so he has he has uh, these listings that he's he's gotten, but he's um, one thing I think about Sean, and I know it's a kind of a worn out term because it, it gets used too much, but Sean knows his money making things. And these are tasks that he needs to do. And he does them. He time blocks those out. Like when we first got started, the biggest thing for people to know is, is that he wasn't at DSW anymore, but he was going to be offering a new service to all these people. And he, he made it a point to every day contact so many people and be a service to them. You know, not just to say, Hey, I'm in real estate, but he wanted to do something for him, whether it was a real estate review or whatever that was. And as that added up, a lot of people in a lot of different columns now because of your social media, your newsletter, getting in touch with them uh, by text and and phone, all those different things now have kind of snowballed into you being the guy that's known and they're seen and you're going into a new year now. Yeah. And it was work. I mean, you and I, I talk every Monday, so it's, <laughs> it's work. I understand it it's work.
1: And, you know, I, and, and, you know. Time blocking is very important. I mean, I have this set time every morning from 8 to 9. I'm the CEO of my business. I sit down and I'm like, who do I need to contact today? Who haven't I contacted? Mm -hmm. Um, I go through my Facebook posts, go through emails. um, And one of the things I, well, three of the things I started was videos to so many people a day. Mm -hmm. Then people who I didn't have their phone number or an email got bounced back to me. I sent them a personal note that said, hey, I'm now in real estate. Um, Give me a call if you want to sell your house, want to buy a house, or you just want to talk about houses. Um, But just to let you know, this is what I'm doing now.
2: I'm really glad you dug a little deeper on that because I think that's some of the secret sauce. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Right there. Without
0: question. You know, again, Sean's very humble. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But what he just described is a structure Mm -hmm. that he has for his business. Right. Not a lot of people have that. You're, you know, you're your CEO, as he mentioned. Yeah. But guess what? (laughs) You're only, you you know, you're only as strong as your weakest link. And in any company, you know, you're only as strong as your weakest link. So guess what? You have to make sure you're going to be wearing different hats when you're a business owner. Right. And part of that is time management, right? Executing, making sure you're doing everything on a daily basis. And that's what's made Sean successful in the short time that he's been in this business. And it
2: does show you that if you take. The, the system. And that's a system that you're working. Absolutely. And, and you're, you're blocking that out and doing it, you know, the first part of the day so that you've got the rest of the day to feel better about that. It is a big deal. It, it is the deal. And, and it's easy. What, you know, Sean and I always joke about the thing that we always have to fear is, is the agent fires the CEO. Sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you, what happens is you, you tend to work in your business and not on your business, right? right? There's a huge, huge difference. When you're a business owner, it's either you're gonna work in your business, which you know when you're you're your own business, you have to, but you have to also know as Brent stated, you have to be able to separate yourself from your business to work on your business. Long old you know, projections, um, time management, that sort of stuff. But you know, we're we're diving a lot into the real estate side of Sean Reeser. Mm-hmm. What his success rate so far, I mean, the guy, like he just mentioned earlier, you know, he's got a couple closings already coming up. I mean, this is unheard. I don't want to tell people that I, I like to get very serious when it comes to real estate and talking to, especially new agents, because this is not easy. Mm-mm. You know, what we're talking about and what Sean's done, it's not easy. No. You don't just walk in here with six months underneath your belt <laughs> and all of a sudden you're getting listings, you're closings, yeah. you're buying, you're this, you're that. It doesn't happen like that. So, you know, again, we're talking to an individual that's very humble and we're going to brag about him because we're excited for him, you know, but it's not easy. Mm-mm. It does take work and it's a lot of work. Right. And Sean's putting that work in. And yeah. this is why he's being successful.
1: Yeah.
0: Let's talk about you. Let's talk about Sean outside of real estate. What can, If you had the mic and you're in front of the St. Louis Arch and you're telling everybody who you are. Who are you? Tell me about you, your husband, your life. What is it? Because you, your husband has an awesome story, yeah. which I was fascinated when he told me. But let's talk
1: about that. Yeah. I mean, I'm, Ryan and I have been together for nine years. Um, he's artistic director for the Vail Prophet. He also paints at the Muni. Pretty cool job. Hey, that's <laughs> more cool than job. cool. He paints for the Muni, man. <laughs> paints for the Muni. And Come on. He runs several parades down Market Street uh-huh. every year. And let's um, let's plug one of them because I was like, what? The veil Prophet? <laughs> I mean, come
0: on. Yeah. I mean, this um, guy goes, walks around. This is what caught me the last time you and I talked. Is he's walking around the street, Brent, and pointing at things. That's got to go. You know, <laughs> we need to move that there. And he's got these high-end city people, right, officials like, okay, yep, you got it. We're good.
1: How cool is that, right? Like that dude's the of, he's the man. You know, he's yeah. the guy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he has lots of communities that work with him, but, you know, at the, at the end of the day, he's the one that's, that says yes or no on how it looks. Um, and, you know, it's a huge responsibility, but you know, it's a job he loves. And bringing a parade to this, the city every summer for the 4th of July, it's one of the biggest yeah, 4th of the July country. celebrations in the country. Yeah. Um, but between the two of us, you know, we we started buying a four family. We started with that. We renovated it ourselves. Then we bought a two family. Um, now we're kind of laying Landlords, homeowners, um, besides pet parents. We have <laughs> we have three Boston Terriers, Artie, Archie, and Arlo. And then we have three cats.
2: The 15-year-old is? Is Archie. Archie. Yeah.
1: And then we have three cats, uh, Stella, Elizabeth, and Gus. Love the names. <laughs> Gus actually came with our building when we bought it. Okay. After closing, the, the seller was like, there was this cat like, <laughs> that my, <He> might <laughs> pop up that my mom had when she lived yeah. here, and then when she moved, we just kept the cat. Would you mind watching the cat? Oh, they, so he's awesome. now a part of our house. He, you know, Gus is Gus, <laughs> and, <laughs> and he's just there. Who's the longest
0: live uh, resident in your? That's <laughs> Gus, the cat. He's <laughs> been here longer than we have.
1: So, he, um,
0: here's a cool thing. Scary to me, but a cool thing. And he knows what I'm going to say. The first time we had a Zoom call uh-huh. and Sean came on board. Oh, you remember this? <laughs> yeah. Because we're talking about your husband, we're talking about his artistic background, your artistic background. You know, that's obviously how you guys relate. And if for everybody out there that doesn't know me really well, don't ever come to me with a clown mask. Uh, Clown anything because I freak out. I don't like clowns. It started all the way back in the 80s when I first watched It, the movie. Freaked me out. I just can't do it. So what happens? We're sitting there having a Zoom call. I'm literally talking to everyone. And all of a sudden, behind Sean... There's, I think, a puppet or something that had that clown look, and I'm like, Sean, do me a favor, man, <laughs> you know, scoot a little to the right, or, or, or you and know, he's hanging there. Oh, he's hanging there, <laughs> <laughs> man. I'm like, holy shit, 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 I don't know what it is, man, but it's like these clowns. But I was laughing because he's like, oh, you mean this one? Oh, right. and I got that one oh, over. Wow. there. I was like, wow, hey, easy. There's a room
2: full of clowns.
0: <laughs> but his, you know, I've never had the opportunity, obviously visiting, you know, Sean at home. But it seems that you guys have so many cool things there, like art, like, like. It, it it's very artistic. They have so many cool. I don't want to call them artifacts, but I'm you know I'm not educated enough in the well, art world. But it's really cool.
1: Our house is very eclectic. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's in the office that I, in my office, there's two marionettes from Bob Kramer's marionettes that hang there. One Ryan made himself, and one was made from Bob Kramer made. But I mean, also in our dining room, there's a whole set of of um, theater seating that was from an old church that's uh. there. And then we actually have a, this dentist chair that we bought. It's just this cool Art Deco yeah. dentist chair. That's and so awesome. <laughs> so people walk into our house and are like, what is that for? <laughs> you know? But it's it's what makes us, us. I was just going to say, little, yeah, for sure. A little bit different, a little bit quirky. You never know what you're going to see when you come to yeah. our house. And, Do you uh, guys
2: use the dentist chair just to sit It in? is
1: great to sit in and be on the laptop because yeah. you can kind of recline and it's got a little tray that folds in front of you and yeah. just sit there and type of way, or watch TV even. It's very relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's so cool. If you don't have a dentist a phobia about dentistry. Right. Yeah. Then it's then a, another cool. thing. Yeah, if we ever get invited,
0: I'm going to sit in that chair. That's pretty cool, man. <laughs> awesome. Sean, uh, you know, going a little bit back into the real estate side, you know, obviously I, I really want to make sure that everybody has an opportunity to meet, you know, whoever we're interviewing and more in depth, right? Not just, not just the real estate business side. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a great real estate agent, but I get to know who you are. And, you know, obviously in, in hearing everything and the cool stuff that you guys, you know, have, you and your husband and everything you, you, you've described, uh, you know, if, if in fact, you know, you had to do this all over again, Right. I always give that synopsis. You know, if you found yourself 10 years ago and said, hey, I want to get in the real estate business. Right. Would you have considered it even back then? Or if the, if the old you the old you now, what better yet, what advice would you give yourself six months ago that you know now?
1: Um, don't be so afraid. Love it. Even 10 years ago, mm-hmm. you know, there was lots of, of decisions that were based on fear. Mm-hmm. Um and, Uncertainty, Mm -hmm. and the only thing that's that is true in life is it's always going to be changing. Yeah, you're never going to know what the outcome is. So just take a leap of faith and believe in yourself. Yeah, and that's uh, the biggest thing that this has taught me is to believe in myself because like I had thought about doing this ten years ago. I'm like, but I can't do that. Right. I don't know what to do. I I can't do that. Yeah. And here I am, ten years later, doing what you have a passion for. I have a passion for and what I love to do. And you guys have given me the tools really to kind of make, become successful. Because I remember, you know, a few months ago we were sitting down in front of that big whiteboard and you're like writing all this stuff down and i <laughs> picture. And I walk out of there and I'm like, okay, my head is spinning. Where do I start? And you just start at the top. Yeah. And you just break it down into little pieces. Absolutely. And yeah. every day you just do a little bit more. That's
2: what I think is so cool about you, Sean, is that you literally took the plan and started just stepping into it. And if there's any secret to success is the action step, you know, because fear is always there.
0: Oh, Taking that first step. Or as you said earlier, there.
2: that leap of faith, yeah. right? And you, you take that step, and then all of a sudden you think, ah, wasn't as bad as I thought. And then you take another step, and say, like, hey, I'm getting into this. That's the thing that happens, and that's what you've done. And, and I, that's what I think is so cool about, you know, we're, we're not that far into your career, but I can see if you continue to do that, it's just a snowball effect.
0: And it, and it's it's if you if you, if you can as Brent just stated, and I sound like I'm stuttering here, but I, I get excited, I get passionate, I really get energized to hear your story because it's a, I need to repeat this thing. This industry is not an easy industry to be in. Mm-mm. It's not an easy industry to be in. You know, you don't get paid every two weeks, or you don't get paid twice a month, or you don't get a paycheck once a week. It's basically eat what you kill. I hate to use that analogy, but it's true. You know, you have to be able to succeed, get to the table on a closing, and guess what? That's when you get compensated. But furthermore, you have to have the tenacity, the drive, mm-hmm. the willingness, and the vision.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Above all else, the vision. Because what the vision gives you passion, yeah. right? So once you do all that and, and you're really consistent with it, you're going to get the results, Brent, right. right, as what Sean is getting right now. And to your point, I appreciate you bringing up REMAX Gold and the tools, but, you know, our organization, Brent, because of your leadership and your guidance, we have grown by leaps and bounds with our training implementation and everything we offer to new agents. Before, REMAX Gold was very uh, steadfast on not bringing in newer agents. We wanted people with a strong book of business, credibility, viable. Yeah, You know, once we, we surpassed or we looked beyond that and said, hey, how about this side mm-hmm. of the equation, which is the new agents and new recruits, the fresh blood, if you want to call it? We really geared and engaged ourselves. Say, look, let's start doing that because of the confidence, as you just mentioned right now, Sean, the confidence that we have in the ability of our training programs. Right? So.
2: And it's great to find somebody, you know, you can have the training programs. You can have those tools. But the, you know, you, when you find somebody like Sean, comes in with the attitude and has a mindset. You know, the, the mindset, you know, the old Henry Ford quote, you know, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. And, and it's not that, that Sean doesn't have bad days. He's just got a system he can fall back into that keeps him on track.
0: Well, I, I, to your point right now, you had a, if you had a 9-to-5 job, right? And let's say you love what you do. You're going to tell me throughout that 12-month cycle you're not going to have a bad day. Right. And you still have to go to work and you still have to perform. Guess what? It happens. Mm-hmm. Same in our industry. I'm not saying Sean's not going to have a bad day on a Friday when everybody's thinking, <laughs> oh, it's Friday. But guess what? He sticks to his protocol. He sticks to his plan. That's what makes people successful. Mm-hmm. Whether you're good, bad, or indifferent that day, that's what makes people successful. Because you're going to have them. Yeah. We all have them, people. It doesn't matter. We all have our days. We're human, right? We are human, but it happens. Sean, in closing here, and again, we love interviewing you. We love your your your, your story because you have an awesome story. Uh, where do you want to really – is there a specialty area that you're working off of or, um, you know – Tell tell the listeners right. Where, where's your where's your specialty? Your hot pocket, or where, you know, where do you want to focus on?
1: Um, really, city city of St. Louis property, city life, um, city life, city architecture. I love all those old houses that have all the, the quirks and the little niches for this and the the stairwell in the closet that you don't know until you open the door right. and um, all those fun things that um were built mm-hmm. you know a hundred years ago. Um, and that are still so viable today. Yeah, um, and they can really be um, a great place to live.
2: Yeah, and you know, the cool thing about what you can do is you're real handy, Sean. So Absolutely. You, <laughs> if you find a place yeah. like that, you can actually <laughs> fix them up. Well, that's, you know, that's more handy than you, Brent. <laughs> Man, I appreciate seeing a handy guy.
1: When well, my architecture comes in, because I'll be with a client, and I'm like, "Well, you could like turn this into a little library. Yeah. Or you could do this or that." And they're like, "Oh," or I'm like, "Don't look at that paint color. Look at." Imagine this all white or sure. blue or, yeah. you know, something different. Um, and really being able to help my client look past the indiscretions of previous yeah. renovations. and yeah. having a
2: vision for them. So right. a lot of, mm. and that's such a good point. A lot of uh, people that you're walking through houses, they don't have that. Right. And you do. And that's a whole other specialty that you can provide. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Sure. And again, that comes with this background. Yeah. That's the awesome thing. I'm going to give you a little tidbit of a little golden nugget. I'm going to give this to you because I feel proud about it. Okay. So when I started my business, I started in the city. In 2002, my my business was predominantly South St. Louis City. And when I started growing and I started, you know, going into more of the brokership ownership and such, you know, I, I didn't obviously do that much real estate at that point. But I'm going to give you something. If you choose to have it, you can have it. You can use <laughs> it. You can do whatever you want. with. it. You can say, yeah, Jose, it's, you know, whatever. Thank you. But my tagline was making city life simple.
1: Oh, I like that.
0: I like that. And it went everywhere. And, and, and it ended up drawing me to people that says, make city life, I thought it's so hard in the city. It's all these complicated, you know, you got to figure out all this. No, man, city life is actually simple. Allow me to make your life simple. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so in my old business, I'm gonna find a business card. I still have them, <laughs> and I'm gonna give them to you, man, because it's cool. I, I again, making you can use it or you simple. don't want it. But no, my it, thing was, you know, it's the city home team, and it was making city life simple. I love it. It was awesome, Sean. Thank you. I want you to please give everybody okay. a form on how they get a hold of you. Please tell me your email uh, or your phone number, your best ways to contact. I know you're on social media. We've been bragging about it, back, but please give us all your information phone number,
1: email, all that stuff. Definitely. You can reach me anytime on my cell phone at 636 399 5187. Call, text anytime you'd like. Uh, my email address is Sean Reeser. My name is S H A W N R E E S E R at St. Louis at stlgoldhomes.com. That's stlgoldhomes.com. com.
0: about I mean, guys? Good stuff. Good stuff. Lastly, we never want to forget because we're always excited about our vendors and our sponsors. We want to thank Scott Frederick with the Frederick team at Pillar to Post for being our sponsor for today's show. We thank them very much. Brent, as usual, it's always a pleasure hanging with you. You too, Jose. Thank you guys very much. And we'll definitely be back again on Getting It Right.